the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. we got Trace up on the porch. He'll visit with us throughout the show. And your calls and questions at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's that? I guess I took his headphones. Oh, did you? Okay. Toll free, 866-308. Oh, I didn't plug those in. That would help. 866-308-8867. He was going to plug them in. He was going to plug them into his ear. Uh, All right. I can't hear anything, man. There, see if you can hear anything now. No, I'm still good. Put the headphones on. Oh, okay. Now? Is that working? Oh, okay. There we go. All right. All right, so 210-308-8867, the number to call with your gardening question. As I mentioned, Trace is on the porch, so that means it's time for is it going to be a feature on the show. Uh, we can try it. All right, we're going to do the standby. Don't okay. go yet. The vegetable report. Are we ready, Al? Live from the Millburger Studios here on the porch at Millburger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Here's Trace. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Good afternoon. I, I, hope, I, I hope we're going to work on that introduction. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was I was not expecting it yeah, to be we, the full-blown production. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so vegetables. We've got vegetables coming. Uh, there's a few more four-and-a-half-inch tomatoes coming, including... Tycoon. All right. Two flats of Tycoon. Uh, Gallon cans coming, but this is the interesting part. Cold weather vegetables or cool weather vegetables are on their way. Wow. So we are going to have. That's because it's turned cool. Is that that what you're saying? We're we're hoping. Uh. (laughs) Someday. All right. So this week, uh, again, probably Tuesday or Wednesday, they're not here yet. So uh, we're going to have four and a half inch broccoli. All right. Cabbage, cauliflower, and your favorite, kale. Yuck. <laughs> and in six packs, we're going to have broccoli, Brussels sprouts, two different varieties of cabbage, cauliflower, and collards. Now, why do you order Brussels sprouts and collards? Brussels sprouts are You wonderful. actually sell Brussels sprouts? There are people that are successful. I, I know they're successful. Uh, that's the bad news. I, I like Brussels sprouts myself. So do I. And they're easy to let grow. Me, let me 
You can't listen to Lots Jerry. of butter, and it's great. Yeah. The only thing he eats is broccoli and tomatoes. That's yep. the limit. And he's a vegetable specialist. Yeah. That's right. Or he was. And by yeah. that, they meant he liked one vegetable, and that was it. I specialized in that. <laughs> that well, he didn't, he didn't even like broccoli a while back. Oh. They had to they had to work on him on that. Spinach? No, he doesn't eat spinach either. I guess that's. Oh yeah. Do you? Uh, spinach is okay. Oh, if you yeah. notice the uh, sample spinaches. Yeah. No, it's at home. Oh. Okay. We're gonna uh, test Milton on it. <laughs> so. All right. Well, as of uh, this morning, there was still about two or three on the. Oh, on the, the Malabar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We'll talk about that for a second too. So, what do we tell us again? What we got coming in for veg, right. veggie well, wise? We got some tomatoes coming. Did you want um, that intro again in the music? Or are you no, okay? I'm, <laughs> once the show is good enough. Uh, all right, so some tomatoes, uh, including tycoon and uh, dwarf cherry surprise. All right, and a couple and four of, and a half. And four and a half. Okay. Uh, a few varieties in gallon cans, uh, staples like celebrity and dwarf cherry surprise. Right. And we'll do a second order later on in the week. Uh, peppers. Uh, there are oh. a few peppers that we needed, so uh, we're going to have. Oh, my papers are flipping. I like the breeze, though. Uh, Aladdin coming, and uh, Aristotle, and oh. ghost pepper. Oh, wow. And Serrano's. So we'll have a. What are Aladdin in the. What was he got, second one? They're bell peppers, I think. Oh, okay. The one, the one was the orange. A- one. Aladdin is. Uh, yeah, Latin's uh, the Bam. yellow gold bell pepper. Cool. Yeah, it's a good pepper. It's a good pepper. But we, we got I got the ghost just for you. And the pepper oh, for me. Uh, the for peppers are doing well. They, My speed is the real like grand gold. They like this heat. They're just oh yeah. If you get if you had them in. Serrano is a really popular pepper nowadays. So uh, I think or it, I think it recipes or just for for eating. Um, I mean, it's almost up there with jalapenos now. Really. Hmm. It's not yeah. up there with jalapenos for me. When, when we were doing the uh, uh, with Shirley Johnson, I wonder if she's still alive. I suspect so. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm sure uh, they would have asked you to speak at her <laughs> <laughs> when we when she was doing the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I forgot about that part of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, 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 I know I she. Start charging. I know you. she has an offer in to talk at your your funeral. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> I don't know though if she's. <laughs> but anyway, when we were doing the uh, hottest food growing uh, Mexican write up, uh, we did a publication on that. I think it's on plantanswers.com uh, in the in the old section. But uh, we were we were, when we talked to the the Mexican cooks, the Hispanic cooks, uh, the we we would think that the, the when you say pepper, that that they would mean jalapeno. The jalapeno is the gringo pepper. Hmm. But uh, the the pepper of choice. For Mexican food cooking is Serrano. Is Serrano? Oh, that's interesting. That was back in the old days. I wonder if that's still the same. Oh, yeah. That's forever. I have a Rio Grande gold question. Uh-oh. Do you want me to wait, or you want to discuss it now? Well, we can discuss kind it of, now. Kind of up to Trace. He's got it. I'm, I'm okay. 
All right, so it's in a container, and it was doing real well. And Uh-oh. Yeah. He's talking past it was. Yeah. yeah well, it may still be doing real well. but uh, think, wait a minute. Actually, I think I already asked this to Calvin on Sunday, but it's got it's kind of got burnt um, stuff all. looks like it's, it's dried and... Fol- burnt foliage that you didn't water? Well, no, it's, you know, where the blooms all come out. It's kind of burnt there. Maybe it's foliage that was about to come out. And now it just kind of looks crispy. Do you water like like this, Milton? No, I kind of put the hose in the container, and I just fill up the container when I do, and then let it all soak in. And it runs out the bottom. Oh, uh, you think so? Well, it should run out the bottom. Yeah. Uh. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I thought you meant like, you know, when it's on the side, and you all say. No, no, it's supposed to so run out I'll the I'll take a picture for next week, but I didn't know whether I should cut all the. I bet the foliage look good still? Yeah, actually, the well, foliage does look good, except for like good. one or two stems. That are coming up, or branches that uh-huh. you know, kind of look crispy, like they just they're kaput. I can now, when you, when we just it almost sounds like a transplanting uh, reaction, because when we planted all those that you brought, Jerry, there was a number of the new the new growth and some of the yeah. flowers and everything that uh, burnt back like that, but it just quickly recovered. But uh, so, do I cut those off? Or do I just... Yeah, you need to cut those off. They're bothering you. Other than them bothering me, do they doing any harm? No, they're not doing any harm. They're not doing any good if they're dead. Okay, I guess they're dead. I don't know. They're still green. Green? (laughs) Yeah. But no foliage. Uh, I'll take a picture. I'm not But no foliage, right? Uh, Not at the top or anything. Some, but... I don't know. It just looks like it got ready to do something. It's got this little cluster like you see... Like on the uh, uh, the Fanic flocks, and that's all burnt and crispy and brown and yucky. And hmm. okay, I'm bringing you a picture. You'll see it next week. Okay. Maybe it'll recover by then. Okay. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. But if that's bothering you, you can cut that off. Okay, and it'll still the pepper will still be okay. Are your are your peppers that I gave you that were multiple trunks? Are they still living in? Are all the multiple trunks growing? All of them. If it didn't lose a one, and they're all uh, blooming. Some of them looked uh, like I wasn't going to retrieve them, but they perked up. Huh. And they're, uh, I picked all the crop now, so so they're resetting peppers again. Okay. So I was trying to get some big one size out of them, yeah. And I was hoping we'd get a little cool weather at night to perk them up, but... <laughs> So How did that work it out for you? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I haven't been successful. <laughs> okay. All right. So I, I think I left off on peppers. So yeah. Let's see. We got four and a half inch Liberty, Juliet, Ruby Crush, okay. Dwarf Jerry Surprise, Tycoon, and I think Roma Surprise in four and a half inch. Uh, again, a few gallon cans of uh, assorted varieties. And let's see, edible stuff. We got basil. We got the balsamic basil coming. There's a few out on the table, and, and then there's some big ones coming in. Then let's see, we got broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower. Oh. I wonder if gardeners know. Gardeners know how uh, that, that's a basil is a, also a good pollinator plant. Oh yeah, well, especially the balsamic because it's pretty in it. Yeah, the, the, bee, the bee, bees just hone, hone, hone in on it. Uh, a lot of them already have that purple seed thing going mm-hmm. on. It's kind of cool. So broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, cucumber, green beans, kale. Three different varieties of kale at that in four and a half inch. 
A lot of people are like me. You buy and plant the kale and just admire it. <laughs> Growing. <laughs> you got your uh, favorite citronella coming in. All right. Then in six packs, uh, limited broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, two different varieties. So we got a green one and a red one, cauliflower, collards, and yep, here's the Roma surprise. All right, that's it. All right, cool. And you've still got some on the benches. Oh, you bet. Uh, great selection. Surefire and Roma Surprise. There's still uh, there's a fair amount of Surefire, not too many Roma Surprise, but there's some other ones in that right. that same size. And then, uh, again, we're moving more towards the numbers in the bigger tomatoes so that uh, people that buy late can uh, still be successful. And we've got a couple of the Malabar spinach left, so if you want them, in the, they're in the... Uh, Four and a half inch? What are they in? They're in a four inch. Four inch, okay. And they're in from our herb supplier, so they are at the herb price, so two twenty nine. We had a young lady yesterday come in specifically for that. So, uh, oh, good. I thought that was cool. Well, so this may be one with just a few left. If you hear this and you're maybe, you know, leaving church or something and can't come over right away, you can call and they'll put aside the, a few for you. It's a good uh it's a neat container plant uh, for conversation, too. People say, what in the world is that? Or, or is that Malabar spinach? Because you know? when you put it in a garden, it kind of gets can get lost. But on the yeah. container on the on the uh, patio, it's uh, more noticeable. And you can nibble on it. Uh, right out of the garden. Right out of the garden. You can graze on it. Along with your... Ghost uh, 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 st- peppers? No. <laughs> no, you're... Uh, Little little uh, cherry tomatoes. Oh, there you go. You got a and your Rio Grande. Uh, plant them all next to each other, and you can just peppers. graze from one to the next. Well, yeah. I, I think the red stem is important. It's it really yeah. lo- it really makes it look uh, stand out. It looks nice and not not quite a Swiss chard color, but uh, it, it's not just green. Well, that number is four nine seven three seven six zero four nine seven three seven six zero. And they'll put aside some for you. They got Marcus on the line. He's got a peppers question, so uh, I'll just hang here with us, Trace. Got a question on peppers, 210-308-8867. What's going on, Marcus? How can we help you? Yes, I have a question for Trace. All right. I'd like, I'd like to know if, uh, if any of the poblano peppers are going to be brought in. Uh, as of now, the growing operations don't have any. Um we did carry poblano a couple, two or three times during spring, uh, but I would not project seeing them until next spring. Okay. Is that, that's and, uh, not good news, huh? No, it's not. I mean, like to hear that after I heard all those other peppers. Okay. Uh, we have to wait for next spring. I was going to ask you a question regarding the broccoli. Uh, would you be bringing in uh, the is it green green magic? That's the name listed, so yes. both uh, That's in both sizes, so that'll be in six packs and in four and a half inch. Okay, that's good. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Okay, well, good you deal. answered my question, and I appreciate it. You going to get any Brussels sprouts? Marcus? <laughs> yeah, I probably will. <laughs> really? Good. Yeah, I just want to make, to make Jerry happy. Uh, <laughs> good. And, and, and then once you plan them, call with lots of questions and specifically ask for Jerry. Yeah, re- re- recipes. <laughs> yes. Recipes would be good. Thanks, Marcus. You take care. Just remember, Marcus, the important thing about it is 
add a lot of butter. Bacon oh, yeah. fat? Bacon fat, yeah, butter, whatever is right. better than eating. I, I like both broccoli and Brussels sprouts, but I think I like Brussels sprouts oh, better yeah. than broccoli even, yeah. Yeah, that Yankee, you can't get that stuff out of him. I think those, I think the Brussels sprouts are really good for you. They're all good. I think they're chock full of stuff, good stuff. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. We people who have Crohn's are not supposed to eat Brussels sprouts. Are you supposed to eat broccoli? Uh, no, no, probably he doesn't not. know. Uh, probably <laughs> not. He's got diabetes too, and he's not uh, uh, supposed to eat any of that sugar stuff he eats. <laughs> Poor he, Jerry. He, 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 <laughs> when it's convenient, he follows the rules. There you go. Especially, especially when it comes to Brussels. Yeah. Broccoli. I think the Green Magic broccoli is okay. It's the other. Yeah, right, yeah right, but I think right. that was they, they yeah. determined that when right. testing. Well, what else you guys going on, Trace? Uh, well, that was it for. Uh, That's for the for the vegetable for the report. Vegetable report and other stuff. Um, you want to talk about the plant of the weekend? We can weekend, do that. Weekend, we weekend. can. Cool. So it is a viburnum, and it's uh, called Shades of Pink. This is, I believe, the. it's been out about six months. And so it's a short-growing viburnum, uh, and it has a, uh, a pink bud, and it opens with a little bit of white in it. And uh, I do encourage everybody to Google that because it's a really cool-looking bloom. Yeah. It blooms early in the year. But being a viburnum, it is deer-resistant. And most of the viburnums get big, and this one stays short. So you could make a, a short hedge out of it. Or well, it looks it looked like a nice uh, border, and I think you brought this up lots of border around the patio. It, it would be nice, yeah. Yeah. And viburnum can grow just about anywhere. Some are shade all the way to sun. And if it, you know, a lot of our patios got part of it in the shade, part of it in the sun, and sounds like this one can handle both. I think it I think it'd be a good one for uh, for any landscape, but especially if you have deer around and you're and you're trying to find things that are different. Yeah, this is different, different look. So it's called Shades pink? of Pink. Shades of Pink Viburnum. Viburnum. Okay. And they're twenty four ninety nine, three gallon can. I did not do a count this morning, but there's probably well, we started with twenty, and there's still probably fifteen or so. Over. Oh, okay, good. So some some folks have taken advantage of the plant of the week. Well, you still got some uh, Phoenix flocks, but I don't see. Th- Maybe they've just been moved. The oh, oh he's bragging on the porter over. Like, although there was a cart full of them this morning that was going out. Yeah. So this is it. This is it on the uh, the red porter weed. Red porter weed. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty good though. That's a good selection there of uh, well, say eighteen or twenty. So and they look good. They're just uh, unbelievable. They're the, my opinion, they're the best porter weed. They bloom the longest, and uh, of course the red flower. You can't beat the looks of the red flower. So we got and what. Calvin is talking about too is they're in the their one gallon perennial right? Yes, that's right. That's and the right. one gallon perennials are on sale for three eighty eight. Uh, they're the ones in front of us on the porch, and there's a uh, got some cool looking stuff. Uh, it's amazing how many of them are actually on the sauce package. Yeah, which is a deal now. So uh, you can sign up online, get your little coupon emailed to you, and take advantage of it. And this is prime time because. We actually have everything. Um, once we get a little further into this, some of the stuff won't be as uh, readily available, especially towards the end. So, uh, if it's something that interests you, let's uh, let's try to get it fixed up early. Got another pepper question? Sure. Uh, 
You sound like Karen Guz. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, we made this so easy for you to sh- sign up for this coupon. Everybody get signed up early and, f- and finish it off early. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, if you do it early, you can do it again. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of we can tell when the last few days are on because we see everybody with their little, their little uh, coupon uh, list checking it out. But now it's a good program. You, at very at very least, you need to go to the Saw's uh, website and look it over. And if you've been thinking about, we talked. Uh, it's it's, a, it's really flexible at this point. This plant selection. You got all. You have plenty of plants to do a wonderful butterfly garden there, and a butterfly garden would uh, qualify. You know, as long as you take the turf the turf out of the area, you, you change any uh, uh, sprinkler heads. You close those down, and you mulch where the plants are planted. You you fulfill the requirement. So it's a it's a great concept, and uh, to my understanding, other parts of the state and, and maybe even further are mimicking what what we're doing. Well, not what we're doing, but what Saws is doing. Well, sure. yeah, well, you're doing that. I mean, that's a the key. One of the key things always has been the cooperation of the. Uh, the nurseries in the, the city, both in the research effort and uh, in the uh, water conservation effort. And we did make a better display. I mean, it was always good because we, we picked the nice samples and mm. all that, but now you can shop from our display. Uh, that ought to be... We're going to see how that works. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll be may- maybe good for sales because they, it looks really nice. It's easy. It's, and you can see yeah. which plants look good together. That's, uh, that's the key. We try to make it easy. But uh, yeah, they, you'll be Stacy will be busy refilling plants over there. Hey, we got Pat on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Pat, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's going on? I have a question for Trace. Uh, another pepper question, and this one is about. Uh, pepper do you peppers. ever have? Do you ever have shoshito peppers? I do not recognize that name. Uh, my suggestion there would be to go to Johnny Select Seeds, and uh, okay. if anybody's going to if anybody's going to have that seed available, it will be them. Okay, they, it's a very a, it's a delicious pepper. It's it's uh, kind of the shape of a jalapeno, uh, uh, the size of a jalapeno, but it's more crinkly and it's mild. And the way oh, you I'm, use it is you you cook it, you just Put it in a skillet and char it, and just put some salt on it, and they're delicious. I'm looking at a picture of it now. It looks like uh, like it'd be really good in uh, Oriental food. Oh, it's it's good just eating it by itself, and I, I and I don't see them so much here. I've seen, uh, I mean, even in the produce sections uh, of the grocery stores, but uh, it's a very delicious uh, pepper that you might want to think about second and. Say it again. What was the name? It, it's uh, Shoshito, S-H-O-S-H-I-T-O, I believe. And it, it has another name. Um, almost, I yeah, it does, even sounds oriental, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's an East Asian variety, uh, it says. We're, we're looking at some recipes for it Yeah, right now. we got recipes. You want to put them on your website? <laughs> okay. Jerry's going to think about that. But, yeah, it says roasted. <laughs> Uh, shoshitsu or shoshidu and padron peppers are easy crowd pleasers. So, padron, that's what I think I was thinking of. Padron. Oh, oh padron, okay. 
Cool. All right. Okay, great. All right. Thanks for the info. Thanks. Yeah, you take care. Hey, we got to take a break while we do. Give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. All righty, i got to tell you about a great sale happening at Millburgers right now. You're going to want to get over there literally right this second to take advantage of this. Perennials are on sale in the one-gallon container, just $3.88. They're regularly $6.99, and they're all your favorites with fresh shipments arriving daily of things like coneflower, lantana, pentas, salvia, and much, much more. You can get your favorite perennial in the one-gallon container on sale for just three eighty eight right now over at Millburgers. Millburgers now has tomatoes on sale. All your favorite fall tomatoes and the ones recommended for this area are at Millburgers right now in the four and a half inch pot or the gallon sizes. Plus you'll save on well Feralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and even Gold Star Esperanza in a ready to display pot regularly twenty four ninety-nine. Now just fourteen eighty eight at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four and Bull Verde Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of one to ten. One is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. Ten is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. It's difficult to keep up with the shootings in Chicago. Last weekend, there were more than 70 people shot. At least 10 have died. What do all of these shootings in Chicago have in common? They're happening in a city with some of the toughest gun laws in the country, and the media won't hold Mayor Rahm Emanuel, the former chief of staff to Bill Clinton, accountable, much less responsible. It's not only Chicago. Other big cities like Los Angeles, Baltimore, and Washington have similar problems with guns and crime, increasingly gang-related. All are run by Democrat mayors. You know how the media would be screaming if even one of these mayors was a Republican, but when you're a Democrat, you can get away with just about anything. President Trump once told African Americans they have voted for Democrats for more than four decades. And what has that party done for them? He answered, nothing. Why, he said, why not try voting Republican for a change? Recent polls show an uptick in support for the president among black voters as high as 20 percent as more fine jobs. If Democrats lose that much of the black vote, they're finished. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. John. We can't keep putting this off. Okay, I'll clean the gutters. I'm talking about your dad. Well, what can we do? He wants to stay in his house. We can make his house safer. Yeah, I worry about the steps. Perfect world, there are no steps, but he does have steps. And that banister only goes halfway up. And all those little throw rugs are falls waiting to happen. So what about his prescription meds? If he forgets and takes them twice, he could get really dizzy. Right. We could get him one of those daily pill counters. And he should have some sturdy hand grips in the bathroom and shower. This is all easy to do. You know he's a proud guy. 
He's not going to take all our fussing lying down. That's the idea. For older people, falling and breaking a hip can be devastating. For more tips on making homes safer, visit orthoinfo.org slash falls. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association. Now please, clean the gutters. Just be careful on the ladder. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. And Manny is on the line, got a question about, about avocados. Hi, Manny. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you. How can we help you? Uh, a question about planting an avocado in a pot in a, uh, a pond. And my example is uh, like eight inches of dirt in this pot and two to three inches of the pot then, meaning the dirt is in the water. Would that work? Or is that just a stupid idea? That's a stupid idea. Yeah, you set him up for that, Manny. Even if it's should, not, I had to say that. You should have known better, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, that, that's a little bit, uh, uh, it'll probably rot the roots out. That's what I was worried about. So what I'll do is I'll just, what I did is I converted a swimming pool into a koi pond. So I'll just. Oh, okay. I'll just put the, the pot on the edge. In fact, I've actually done that. I just kind of wanted to, you know, there's little ledges within the pool I put just, okay, right. that, that answered my question. That saved me the ass. I, I hope Thank I didn't offend you. I hope I didn't well, I offend you. Hey, man, I've been here since 64. I'm an Italian down here. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Thank you Those Italians are tough. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks, Thank Manny. You, you take care. All right, 210-308-8867. Trace, you, get, just, you get that call down he, where he said he was a, he threw me that one-liner out there? Yeah, he was just setting himself up. Uh, that was that was, that was was too easy for even him. Even if it wasn't a dumb idea, I would have said I it was a dumb idea. <laughs> hey, uh, we, uh, the, the two Malabar that we had, uh, someone called and, uh, and picked him up. So uh, What? Yeah, so, all right. That's sad. Or someone was here and got him. I'm not sure which one. But oh. anyway, so I bet you Trace will get some more now. We'll just have to. What happened? They die? No. no. What? The Malabar. Well, it sounded like he was mourning. Uh, uh, no, you were on another. <laughs> you were helping that woman off the air. What were, what were y'all talking about? Well, we were, ta- <laughs> we were talking about a, one of Jerry's favorite topics, uh, somebody from out of the area. She says, well, how do you plant anything? She's uh, moved into the Bilberti area, and she says, you go down six inches, and it's all rot. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) So I I told her about uh, uh, planting well-adapted plants and planting uh, small specimens, and then for more fragile, you use raised beds. And then I told her about the mounding. You get away with a little bit of mounding, but it means that you've got to be more aware of that early watering right and get it right at the base so just uh and it's amazing people say oh i don't want to get those little specimens but it's amazing how quickly oh yeah you've got to yeah 
You've got to get a small well, specimen. I mean, we've shown time and time again you get uh, small specimens that fit into the soil situation. They'll catch up and pass bigger specimens oh, yeah. that are just hanging on, trying to get it uh, adapt to the area. Remember our 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 uh, advice on how to uh, decide the, the size of container yeah. you want to buy. Dig yeah, dig the hole first. Dig the hole first. Mm-hmm. See what you can get before Next. you go to the nursery or anywhere. Just go out and. Dig for three or four hours mm-hmm. and uh, see what kind of hole you got. And then go buy the container. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that just seemed brilliant to me. Yeah, yeah. Especially after digging, having the container sitting next to the hole and digging and looking at the container and uh. digging some more and looking at the container. What usually happens is that you, uh, the person that's doing the digging, kind of seek the vision changes. Uh. So they think it, they, they determine that they've dug the hole deep enough, and then they're mounted up. But then the next person comes along and says, well, why didn't you dig that hole deeper? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You want to, if it wasn't so hard to dig, you want to bury them. Uh. <laughs> yeah. All right, what you got over there? I got, uh, we want to talk about, uh, looking at some of uh, Neil Sperry's tips uh, in his weekly newsletter, and he says that uh, now is a wonderful time to uh, establish uh, new turf grass. Uh, if you got dead spots in your lawn or, or if you're establishing a new lawn, uh, but... Uh, Neil says do that as soon as possible to give it several weeks to establish good roots before cool weather returns. And then he, in a, in a previous uh, newsletter, he talked about the uh, the comparisons of the different grasses. And uh, I touched on those last, uh, last week, I think. But uh, I, I talked with uh, Trace. And uh, he says that we've got to we we can get get all the grasses except palmet, palmetto. That that hummingbird is all on that uh, uh, on that uh, uh, shrimp plant all day yesterday. I was watching him. Those he got about two, four, six, eight eight blooms on that thing. And he can He just stayed on that shrimp plant, sticking up above the everything else with the eight blooms. Yeah, I see the shrimp plant. And uh, and uh, that hummingbird is back today too. So uh, they must really get a lot of nectar out of that uh, shrimp plant. But anyway, Trace. Oh, he talk, he. Talk, I can't talk about it. He, uh, he's here. He, he, say, he said that uh, most uh, t- turf grass av- uh, pro- types are available. Uh, you have to reserve them. Call ahead and reserve yeah, them. 48 hours or better. Do what? 48 hours or better. For oh, 48 hours or better. Okay. Uh, to, 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 reserve, to, to get an order in. Uh, for one of the specialties, yes. Raleigh's. This is a different animal. Sometimes we have extra. Well, we try to have extra all the time. Yeah. Uh, well, and review your the drought restrictions in your community too. Most of them have provision. How do you uh, you do for new lawn? But you you have to be aware of those. And uh, and some places you just have to alert them, or other places you just 
uh, um, at certain times of the day that you can water more off, or you have to rely, a lot of them have to rely on hand watering. Hand watering so. And if that's the case, then uh, if you do have water restrictions or do you do have a, a large area that you want to, to plant, uh, I, I would start with maybe one pallet. Don't, in other words, don't plant the whole lawn at one time. Uh, just do it uh, as, you, as you can take care of it. And uh, uh, they, I, you I, know, I don't know what the rules are in San Antonio, but I think they liberalized them since. Well, they have to get permission. Oh, to, is that to, it? To, to, water, to water extra. Yeah. So, oh, that's stage two, too, so that is a, oh, yeah. a little harder. But you can do all that repairing that uh, um, Jerry was mentioning um, because that you can... You can handle it with uh, one hand day a week water, with sprinkling yeah. and hand watering, because you'll be hand watering anyway. Yeah. But we are carrying a new Bermuda uh, called Tiftuff. And Tiftuff, uh, I like that. That's cute. All right. So, uh, <laughs> like a clock. Tick tock. It seems it's it's a sports field Bermuda, and its claim to fame is it stays green longer for fall winter than any of the other Bermudas. And I, Jerry snickered at me earlier, and I said, well, after we planted it, it stayed green all winter long, and uh, along with the buffalo that was next to it, which now that, uh, both don't make sense, uh, but it was green all winter. Are you sure that Bermuda had jumped over into that buffalo and making it look good? Yep. <laughs> but still green during the winter. That's, I think there's that's some, hard to believe on buffalo. I think there's some kind of court declaration that jerry isn't supposed to talk about no. yeah <laughs> I, I don't know if that's out of out of uh, enforcement yet or uh, not that's been a few years ago yeah we used to have to see where the county line was so <laughs> yeah. that when they came after jerry they'd have to quick do <laughs> quick step on the other side <laughs> yeah. all right so but anyway this this uh tiff stuff uh, uh they describe it as it looks like my favorite 419 uh, tiff grass, tiff, tiff, tiff way, and uh, but it's shorter. It stays shorter, and uh, I, I guess it still needs mowing once a week. I'm sure, and, but the foot traffic should be better since okay. that's the one they're using on the sports fields now. Yeah, that's and, a good idea. Uh, but the biggest claim was the color, and uh, I'll have to prove it to you this winter. Uh, I'm, I'm anxious to see that buffalo grass. Well, I'm, well, the Bermuda's right. what we're talking about. The buffalo. Yeah. Was, might, no, might, you said it stayed green, it, too. It did. It might have been a fluke, but it uh, stayed green. Last year was a hard winter, wasn't it? Uh, yes, sir. It was. We had some cold temperatures. Well, only up some, some certain days. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of days. Overall, it, uh, there wasn't uh, a lot of freezing days. But when they came, they were pretty cold. But uh, anyway, he said my my favorite floor tam and uh, and the FJ Select are, are available. Yes, sir. To try uh, this year, and uh, I I encourage you uh, to uh, if if you're going into if you got a, a semi sunny. Location, you know that uh, floor tam is not is known for not not tolerating uh, excessive shade. 
And so, uh, and I, I guess FJ Select is similar to Floritan. Yeah, but it's it tolerates the shade better. So the grower says, and I, and I believe it. <laughs> That'd be Millburgers Group, uh, Millburger. In a nutshell, yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, okay. that's their well, that's uh, the claim. I'm not, I'm not going to. I don't know. One uh, way or the I, other. I've seen it planted right next to Palmetto and doing the same in very low light. Okay. Ooh. Then that, cool. that's a good indication. Uh, but anyway, uh, a lot of a lot of the problems that they had, uh, uh, lot the Neil in his write-up, he, he put the advantages uh of, uh, of 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 uh, Saint Augustine, and one of them was intolerant to drought. Intolerant to drought. Now, uh, our studies here, especially on Floritam, and probably true for FJ Select as well, is that once they're established, once they become established, I know they have in my yard. Uh, they're very dry tunnel because I don't water. And uh, my front yard has been in Floritam for 40 years. And so, um, and it, it's, uh, it's, it, it looks bad. I mean, it, it goes, when it goes several weeks without water, it looks bad. But I'm amazed at how fast it uh, pops up. Uh, when we get a rain, a little rain, in fact, e- was, even an inch rain. It was the best-performing San Augustine grass in in that test Jerry talked about. I think we did them in 2003, and then we did it with statewide organizations in Texas A&M University, and it, was, uh, it outperformed the zoysia grasses in terms of staying green longer and greening up faster. So it was kind of... Amazing! It was it was not expected that the San Augustine grass would perform as well as it did. Uh, so it was even even outperformed some buffalo grasses, didn't it? Some some of the well, I don't know if buff, some of the Bermudas. Bermudas, yeah. Yeah. Did uh, did the other? You had several San Augustines in there, right? Yeah, and uh, did yeah, they it, die? No. Well, they'll none of the grasses that were on. Uh, the uh, deep eight soil. inches, or, yeah, the deep soil permanently died, but they were they, they slow to green. come back. Yeah, they went uh, brown fast, and it took them a long, the longest time to come back. Come back, okay. Yeah, so that that's that's one of the yeah that's where we uh, learn too that you know you can uh, you can a well established. Uh, San Augustine lawn, you can go three weeks, and then it'll quickly recover. But you know, if you go longer than that, you, you're putting it at more and more stress, and it's a little. It takes a longer time for it to re- recover, and you'll get killed areas too, especially in our shallow, shallow lawns, which a lot of our lawns yeah, are. Yeah, mine, mine definitely shallow. Uh, into- intolerant of pedestrian traffic. I, I was, I was, weird. there must be constant uh, pedestrian traffic. Serious pest problem with chinch bugs, take all root rot, gray leaf spot, and brown patch. Now, Floortam and FJ Select 
have been shown to be non uh, they, they might have the brown patch but they're non-symptomatic that's the word I'm looking for uh, with brown patch and of course Florida, that, that means the symptoms don't show up right but the, the organism is there hmm. laying in wait yeah yeah Hey, get you have to take a break. So, uh, give me a break, man. I'm gonna give you a break. So, hang on, don't go anywhere. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. Right after this, I'm Milton Glick. This is 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bolvardy Road. All righty, I got to tell you about a great sale happening at Millburgers right now. You're going to want to get over there literally right this second to take advantage of this. Perennials are on sale in the one gallon container, just $3.88. They're regularly $6.99, and they're all your favorites with fresh shipments arriving daily of things like coneflower, lantana, pentas, salvia, and much, much more. You can get your favorite perennial in the one gallon container on sale for just 388 right now over at Millburgers. Millburgers now has tomatoes on sale. All your favorite fall tomatoes and the ones recommended for this area are at Millburgers right now in the four and a half inch pot or the gallon sizes. Plus, you'll save on Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and even Gold Star Esperanza in a ready to display pot regularly $24.99. Now, just fourteen eighty eight at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four and Bull Verde Road. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree. Remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call eight one one before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this... Make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Robert Floyd Curl started his love for science at the age of nine when his father gave him his first chemistry set and ended up winning the Nobel Peace Prize in 1996. Another San Antonio story after this. Hi, I'm Shirley Smith, co-owner of Countywide Service Company. Are you tired of high electric bills? For a limited time, Countywide is offering a free comfort evaluation. We have partnered with Day and Night to provide the most reliable AC and heating service with constant comfort in Bear County. Countywide with Day and Night are ready to help you make high electric bills a thing of the past. Receive a 20% discount on any option we recommend. Call Countywide Service at 210-732-9772. Licensed TACLA 280 To this day, Robert Floyd Curl continues his love for chemistry, but it was his father who for 55 years served as a Methodist minister and was involved in starting the Methodist Hospital in the Medical Center on the street named after him. The Reverend Dr. Robert Floyd Curl. I'm Sonny Melendrez. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, don't forget, if it's bugging you, and it doesn't have to be bugs, too. It could be rodents out there in your home. Uh, Spider-Man Pest Control can help you take care of it. It could be termites that are worrying you uh, and bugging you. Spider-Man Pest Control <laughs> can take care of that. It could be, termites can bug you pretty bad. Yes, they can. They can eat your house down. They can bug you out of the home. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, maybe it's ants. Uh, Warren Remy of Spider-Man Pest Control. He is Spider-Man, by the way. So people are calling with a lot of ant questions now. Uh, so it sounds like ants are on the uh, on the move in San Antonio. He also does lawn fertilization, and he does he has the Into Care mosquito trapping system. Give him a call and learn more. He's been your web of protection since 1976. Uh, 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. That's Warren Remy, Spider-Man, and Spider-Man Pest Control at GoSpiderManPest.com. You said he does lawn, mm-hmm. lawn mm-hmm. Uh, care? Yeah, lawn fertilization. How long have you been doing that? Um, for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, uh, you never mentioned that. No, we've mostly focused on the, the yeah, he pest. Yeah. He mentioned the lawn before. Is that right? Yeah, but, but not not as often as he mentions everything else. No. <laughs> I, I just remembered it, too, from like a month ago, and that's first I heard about it. Ah. <sighs> Good news. I thought I thought that uh, I thought that my roaches had disappeared, but oh, I saw back? I saw one last night. Oh, I know you're relieved. I was relieved. <laughs> Did you recognize it? <laughs> yeah. Which one was it? Fred. Was it Fred? Oh, how is Fred? <laughs> I thought Fred was gone. Fred's lonely. Fred's lonely. All all his buddies have disappeared. Poor little Fred. I don't know. He'll get buddy soon. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I, Just I, leave I, some I, some dog food out. Yeah, there. though the buddies will come back. I couldn't tell whether it's Fred or Frederica. No, you know, that could make a difference. There you go. All right. So uh, speaking but, of lawn fertilization and lawns, <laughs> uh, you want to finish on? But yeah, uh, we we uh, the floor Floratam when it was originally released about. About a little over 40 years ago, uh, one of the benefits of it was it was chinch bug resistant. Uh, and uh, I, I think I don't think we have as many chinch bugs as they do up around Dallas, uh, at least as much as uh, many questions as Neil's getting about them. But uh, uh, but. Uh, that's another advantage, added advantage of Floratam. Now, some researchers uh, at uh, Texas A&M in Dallas uh, have done some studies uh, saying that uh, that that Floratam has uh, uh, lost its chinch bug resistance factor. And uh, I don't like to say anything bad about my colleagues, but this is the same station that had planted, said they had planted uh, Floratam, and was was did was uh, realize they realized no. that they didn't have Floratam, didn't have the true Floratam. So who helped them identify it? That uh, it wasn't Floratam. Uh, Jim McAfee. Yeah. The turf specialist, but they 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 wouldn't listen to him, you know. 
uh, this a researcher that did did this research, but uh, I, I've never seen chinch bugs in my yard. I've never seen brown patch on floor tam either. Uh, so a floor tam and FJ select are are my choices for this error. Uh, and and the, the last disadvantage he lists is that uh, it can suffer suffers freeze damage. Uh, and uh, he, he said uh, in a I, I-20 to I-30 corridor and northward. So uh, uh, as, as long as you're in uh, Houston or, or uh, uh, San Antonio, San Antonio north, I mean south toward Corpus and uh, Victoria and well, that even, area. Even Austin is pretty safe, I think. Yeah, I think so. It, it doesn't kill it. It may burn it back, but it doesn't. We, uh, we've not had a floor tam kill uh, since I established mine in, in uh, 40 years ago. I've had it burn back pretty severely, but uh, it comes back in the spring. So uh, anyway, now is the time to uh, plant your St. Artin, or your grasses, or whichever kind you need. And uh, let's see, don't you, don't you, I think you have an article on Plant Answers about comparing the grasses. Oh, yeah, several. Yeah, so so you can look for gra- uh, turf grass comparison, do a search for turf grass comparisons and uh, on plantanswers.com and you should find more information on that all right 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 the number to call to be a part of the show don't forget a reminder uh next saturday from 10 to 11 here at the here at millburgers uh is the uh, kids gardening class this was on fall gardening and fall vegetable planting it's a hands-on activity for the little ones and uh, it's absolutely free all they ask is that you call and make a reservation at 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760. And uh, just uh, so they know you're coming, they can have all the supplies ready. But, yeah, that, for more information on that, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. Uh, th- this is the best time to prune uh, prune your oaks and because of, with all this hot weather, you don't have to worry about uh, oak wilt problem. But like I said, we still recommend that, first of all, if you've got a lot of pruning to do, use a, a certified arborist. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or well, this, this is a good time, too, because you don't, um, most of them are not overly busy. Uh, that's, yeah. that's true. Because the other, the deciduous trees, we generally get pruned uh, during the, the non-oaks get pruned during the, the winter time. But uh, so you can uh, call a couple of them. Call you know. Usually you have one of the arborists that's a favorite of the neighborhood, and then you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the prices really vary depending on how busy the contractor is right. too. So you want a couple of couple of bids, but uh, you know you could. There's there's six or seven, eight, uh, really uh, well established, uh, good reputation 
contractors in San Antonio at least, so you can get several bids. And right. I think most people have have used one or more that have been giving them some good service. So that's a give them another chance to tell you how much it would cost and how long it would take. And all of them, like Jerry said, paint the wounds. It doesn't matter whether it's middle of summer or the real, you know, the vulnerable part times of the year, spring and fall, for oak wilt spreading. But uh, you just want to be you want to be careful. Just uh, it's so easy to paint the wounds now. Everybody does it. And a neat neat uh, thing about pruning at this time of the year, rather than waiting until winter time is you can get the dead branches. You can see which branches are dead and are dying or whatever. Uh, so you can get the dead branches out of trees, shrubs, uh, or regardless of what they're called by. You can see them because they have leaves on them. So, uh, or don't have leaves on them. They have leaves on the living branches, but they don't have leaves on the dead branches. I'm reminded, too... Uh because I got some, I've got some big pecans. Uh, I keep getting reminded why we don't, our honors, read we don't readily uh, recommend pecans anymore, because those branches keep falling. Mm. falling. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you walk out there and say, "Oh my lord, if that had been." Uh, oh, you mean big branches? Yeah, ten feet, been ten feet closer to the house, that I would have heard really heard that. Um, so what, if you got pecans, especially if they're close to the house, that's another good reason to have a uh, arborist look at. Because quite often, uh, and I don't know if they do some pruning every five or six years, uh, you can uh, almost prevent that uh, droppage. Um, and it's you know it's essential if if they're over the top of your house or they're in a or over your driveway, you don't want a branch falling. And pecans are just unpredictable. All right, we're going to take a break and get you caught up with what's going on in the news. In the meantime, if you've got a question for us, you can call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or come by Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road and ask your gardening question in person. We'd love to talk with you, bring a picture of it, and uh, that sometimes even helps, or bring a, a limb or whatever you got. Okay, we'll take a break. 210-308-8867. Don't be bringing any of those big limbs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, 9.30 a.m., this is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. I encourage you to call in with your questions or just like a couple folks have today, come on by the nursery. Ask your gardening question in person, and uh, we'd love to have you visit with us. Uh, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Okay, what you got? <laughs> well, uh, the, the monarchs are here uh, moving into our area, and the... Of course, the other butterflies are getting really thick, and but uh, you need to you want to bring them in for easy observation. Uh, we've got lots and lots of zinnias uh, that mm-hmm. provide nectar. You mentioned the porterweed, 
Uh, there's uh, also the milkweeds, uh, two different kinds of milkweed. The uh, native uh, uh, milkweed is available here at No Burgers and also the tropical milkweed. And then mist flowers. Uh, I, would, I consider those four uh, species of plants as the um, all-star butterfly plants. So uh, they'll all, you know, you can find them all in bloom, transplant them, and uh, they'll butterflies will find them within a couple days. Very cool. Lots of great selection. And if there's something uh, that you're looking for or have a question on a specific plant or you have a, a situation you're looking for a plant in, we'll help you out with it. If you want butterflies but have shade, we can help you out with that, too. So give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. One thing about your uh, your flowering plants at this time of the year, going from summer going into fall, that you you planted them this, this, uh, this spring. And uh, they may be, if you, especially if you fertilize them and, and taking care of them, they may be uh, being, you may have some shoots uh, growing above the, the canopy of the, of the other, pl- other plant material. So uh, this is a good time, or, or you, you ought to do it constantly, is to pinch the uh, rapidly growing uh, uh, tips from overgrown uh, plants like begonias and uh, other summer annuals, such as vinca periwinkle. I planted some, uh, I've got a screwy-looking bed out at at my daughter's uh, place that I planted some, uh, some vinca out there. Well, I got the... I got the regular size growing vinca or periwinkle, and I got uh, mixed with the uh, trailing type. So <laughs> it's a weird looking bed. But so what I've done, or uh, what I do, is pinch the the tall growing ones back to uh, cl- about half size, and let them let their uh, trailing uh, kind of fill in between and it looks it looks pretty good yeah. now but uh, that pinching or pinching growing tips when you pinch the growing tips you don't hurt the plant what you do is stimulate the side shoots to branch and and and, and come in there this is probably to the last time you uh, this time of the year you la- the last cutting of your mounding uh, Fall asters and mint marigold. Absolutely, yeah, that's a good point. So I you you go that. ahead and uh, you know they're they're charging up and wanting to to grow tall, so you just uh, trim them back one time. String string mower if you're careful and you got a good string mower that that works fine. But or you can do it by hand. And uh, what do you say? Trim them back about a third or a half or? Well, I don't think. Yeah, I thought I don't think I'd do more than a third, but okay. I think they're pretty tolerant. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. Um, but then, then you turn turn them loose, because then they'll they'll put on a little more height, but it'll still be a kind of a uniform mound. And then, then when they bloom, uh, just a solid, solid mass of color. color. And again, there's another great. Both of those are great butterfly plants. But in terms of the landscape, it's hard. You you know, 
your uh, center of your vocal uh, fo- uh, focal point, point yeah is those either the mint marigold which are drought i mean deer tolerant yeah or fall asters now the deer will eat the fall asters so you can't have them where they you got deer but mint marigold you can but uh, they only bloom for three four weeks but uh, wait a minute uh, you mean there's places that don't have deer <laughs> there are, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've lost those. <laughs> so many places have deer. Yeah. I, did, oh. I, I don't even think about the no one. No one calls us and said, we want deer. Yeah. Can you send us some deer? <laughs> hey, we have James on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on, James? Well, it got too hot out there. I had to come on inside. Will well, you quit telling us that we're, yeah, yeah, we're out, out here? We're just trying to convince oh, Milton oh, that it was not. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, thanks man. for nothing, James. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, man, it's nice cool in here. Hey, I got a question for everybody. Uh oh. Doctor Finch and I talked a couple of weeks ago about the uh, cut flowers, the zinnias, and he mentioned that uh, Oklahoma series was what he liked, but. I started checking out Johnny's seed, and I called them up, and they said that uh, they've got a, a Benares, uh series. They're 40, 50-inch plants with uh, uh, four to six-inch blooms. And that, Wow. What's it called, pretty, James? It's it's the, the ben- company that bred it. B-N-A-R-Y, Benaries. That's a company, a seed company. Binary, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that, that, that sounds nice and large. Yeah, Johnny uh, just got them, and I was asking if I need to put up that horizontal netting I was talking to you about, and they said, no, they're pretty stiff, and they'll, they'll hold up. So Yeah, they're much easier. They're much better at standing up than snapdragons are. So, yeah. I, my, I, question, my question to you is, it, it doesn't matter what variety, they're all uh, beneficial. Right. Yeah, especially, especially now we see some difference. You know, you know, it's maybe anecdotal difference too, but we see some, some, uh, the uh, heirlooms or the seeded are uh, seem to be more popular to the butterflies in terms of nectar. So, like even when you have the Dreamland, which is a hybrid, has spectacular blooms, real uniform. When they reseed, the the butterflies go nuts over the parent material. Right. They still like the other, but the they seem it seems to be more popular. But yeah, if they're all, I haven't seen any zinnias that are not attractive uh, to butterflies in terms of nectar. Okay, the the Oklahoma series gets, according to these guys, gets about twenty eight thirty inches tall. Is, is that is that the or, uh, the Cal- is that the same as California series? I don't know. They call it the Oklahoma. But uh, if, oh, okay. if I can get a 40, 50-inch plant, that's going to make uh, uh, cutting, uh, you know, stems a whole lot easier when you get them up about okra height, you know? Yeah. Did they, uh, they, they said it would be just as fast to start blooming, right? Well, that's what all the I looked in the catalog, Johnny's catalog, and called them on the phone, and they're all about the same. Um, they they don't want you to pick them in full bloom; they want you to pick them when they're just starting to fold out. But I don't know anything about cut flowers, so I don't know what yeah. it means. But 
Well, yeah, I'd uh, certainly be worth an uh, experiment with those big ones, see how fast they they uh, come on, boom. Because, you know, you the reseeded uh, Dreamland or the California Giants, I can always expect them uh, a month after they're, they've started to, after they've germinated, you get some blooms. But, well, that's pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, try. Why don't you try those out? Let yeah, I was going to get this. Works. The seeds. The seeds not too cheap, but it's affordable. So I was going to try them out. I got a question for Jerry, uh, uh, Doctor Parsons. Um, the uh, tomato fruit worm is the same as the corn ear worm, right? Right. Right. Okay. The same as the cotton bow worm. And bowworm. Well, you guys, according to the people I've been talking to, you, the extension people, have some kind of degree day formula that you can you can tell the growers when the those uh, adult moths come to town. Is that? Am I understanding that right? No, I've never heard of that. Okay. Well, those those traps to trap them or that special. Mm-hmm. To find out when they come to town, that's a seventy-five dollar trap, man. Right. So yeah. I was. They said, "Well, you can check with your county extension, and they have a, a degree day, and they could tell you when they come to town." But I didn't. I don't know what I, you're I, talking I, about. I, I'm not. I've not heard of that program. Okay, I have now to they, buy a trap. They, they monitoring them on cotton or corn or what are they monitoring them on? Well, you can. I monitor them. For the tomato fruit worm, because they they got to me a little bit this year, and I want to be able to know when they come to town so I can start getting with the program on beneficial releases and spraying. Yeah. Uh, but those traps, like I said, are well delivered. Uh, a trap and a uh, a pheromone is right at a hundred dollars. So I I was. Trying to save some money by asking you guys if you had that uh, monitoring system they were talking about. I think I would start uh, just about the time. Uh, of course, like I said, unless you want to buy that expensive monitoring system. But on tomato fruit worm, I would start when the t- first tomatoes get the size of a of a golf ball. Oh, okay. Well, that makes it easy then because I can. I can get my beneficials and do my uh, PT spray right. by then. Right, okay. Right, right, right. And is, is Trace there? Yeah, he's As here. As a matter of fact, just walked up. Uh, Everybody's here. The, is, is a yarrow uh, more of a spring-type deal out there at your nursery? This one, I need to come and get them? That's when we're most likely going to have it, although I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think there's a handful of them. Right over there in the 388 area. By the Butterfly Garden? Uh, not quite that far. I'll, I'll go check in a minute. and I'll Yeah, we'll go check during know. the break. Sound oh, fair, okay. James? Well, I'll just, yeah, I'll just wait till, uh, till spring. I, I got it every morning I can handle right now. Okay, well, thanks for taking my call and answering my questions, you guys. Thank I you, James. It. Thank you for calling. I always enjoy talking to you. Keep cool. All right. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. What's going on, Trace? Uh, did y'all see those carts of vegetables going out? Mm-mm. I think it was that intro you had earlier. <laughs> we, we had a customer had a cart full, two cart full, excuse me, of gallon tomatoes, 
all kinds of squash and peppers and uh, green beans. Very nice. Wow. Well, you got peppers coming. You got uh, vegetables coming in. You want to go over them? Or do you have your sheet? I don't. I don't have it, but I remember most of it. Okay, we'll talk a little I bit mean, about I what's coming 100%, in. Hundred percent. So that's gonna, okay. This is the first week for cold weather vegetables to come in. So we're going to have in different, varying sizes. Uh huh. Broccoli, cabbage, two different varieties. Cauliflower. Uh, Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. And easy collards. Cow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we did sell the last Malabar spinach. Uh, yep. Yeah, we're announced that. So it's kind of sad. Hopefully I'll be able to get some more in the near future. Good. I'm glad I didn't wait, too. I was going to, you know, wait till today to get it. I don't know. Yeah, you you would have I been, got one yesterday. Yes, you did. Yeah. You got the famous one. I know, the one that was on the radio. People saw it. It's, uh, it's therapist <laughs> now. Now it's just got to grow and not be killed by me. That's that's the That's the challenge for the poor little guy. Do I, do I hear a whimpering? Yeah, it's Did you hear someplace. No, no, he's, he's back at the house, <laughs> sitting on the front porch. Um, on the uh, the cool weather vegetables, do you just plant them now? Do you kind of baby them a little bit? Like we were talking with the tomatoes, they were talking about potting them up and kind of getting them to grow, well, but in a protected the, area. The professional growers yes. are already sticking them out in full sun, just like the tomatoes oh, okay. a month ago. They were yeah. sticking them out in full sun. I don't sun. think I'd pot them up. For even for the backyard garden now, because we're gonna we're gonna get into September. You want them ready for action. Okay, cool, good. So in the garden, the, the long-term goal is to just go back into the four and a half inch. But to have any good selection for the uh, for the kids gardening the next weekend. Uh, oh yeah, I had, I had to get a few six packs. And the uh, one gallons are ready, ready for the oh they're relaxing. they are uh, they are ready to produce almost. Now, so broccoli you can grow in a container. We've talked about that, right? You can do yep. broccoli in a container, sure. cauliflower in a container. Sure. Uh, Brussels sprouts in a container. You bet. Okay. Even, even extra good. Really? Yeah. Huh. Actually, uh, kale is one of the most attractive. Yeah. Kales and lettuces make great containers because uh, they're pretty mm-hmm. and they're functional. You can just walk out and grab some and eat it. Do we have celery yet? No. Okay. That was fun growing celery. Celery is so forgiving. Did you eat it all, did you, Milton? No. You didn't eat any of it, did you, No, Milton? no, we ate some of it. It just, it was... Not it, very much, though, it, did it you, Milton? It was too much. It just kept growing. Oh, well, one, one, yeah. One, one stick or one stalk to a, a pint of uh, peanut butter. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right, cool. So lots of vegetables coming in, and then you expect them in on Wednesday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday? Well, they, they've actually been showing up early, so oh, good. Maybe, maybe Monday or Tuesday. All right, so you might want to call ahead then. Yeah, we are at the mercy of uh, their delivery system. 210-497-3760. What Did else you say there? you were going to do any more gallons, get any more gallons? Yeah, I've got gallon tomatoes coming. Uh, we, I just got all these in on Friday. So uh, I did the the ones that I figured we would sell through, and then I'll do another order in the middle of the week. Okay. Did they have a pretty good selection of uh, uh, gallons? It was it was reasonable. I know they have celebrity. Yeah, they did have celebrity. Okay. They and dwarf cherry surprise. Those are the two that I ordered. Oh, in gallons? Wow. Yeah, and you don't you don't you know we're all excited about the vegetables coming and you start planting. But you, you don't have to get uh, into a desperate situation because we've got, you know, we'll be talking about planting uh, fall vegetables all through September. Oh, yeah. Lots lots of time. That's one of the advantages, one of the 
neat things about uh, winter gardening here in the San Antonio area. And, and I did get a commitment for a growing operation to do the uh, strawberry. All right. Oh, good. The special strawberry. I don't know if we're allowed to say it. Okay. It. Just keep it, keep it under wraps. <laughs> yeah. It's not just people. It's teaser. Yeah, and, and the Poti people plant in September. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, they get their uh, dormant plants in on, in September. And you can do that in containers, too, right? Oh, oh yeah. Strawberries? Okay. They, they do better in containers. Hmm. Strawberry jars, hanging baskets. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to go to the ground, you almost need to mound it. Oh, wow. Okay. I might try the hanging basket. I'll wait till they come in. You're going nuts, man. I know. I'm going crazy. Uh, I have one of everything. Uh, Laura is <laughs> going to be sending you to counseling. Yeah, I think so. I've yeah. got an addiction to I think mainly, mainly because. What's, what's the vegetable equivalent to AAA? Uh, AA or yeah, VV? Uh, that sounds. Uh, WV? WV, yeah. My, Winter vegetables. Anonymous, yes. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What else you got going on there? Uh, Come plant of the weekend? Yeah, we got plant of the weekend. Okay, yeah. bring that. We done it this hour. Cool. All right, so it's a Shades of Pink Viburnum. So most of it, most of everybody on the listening has heard of Viburnum. It's a wonderful plant, very deer resistant, uh, and grows just about in any situation. Uh, what's great about this one is it stays short. So it's only going to be a, uh, two to three feet tall. So you can actually maintain this one as a hedge if you wanted to. And the bloom is a little bit different. It, uh, it has a bloom similar to Tinus, where the bud is pink. But when it opens, you get uh, a lot more uh, uh, color. Yes, thank yeah. you. It, uh, Variations, yeah. I should say. That's the word I was looking for. And it's a unique plant and uh, deer resistant, if I remember yep. correctly. Twenty-four ninety-nine. Twenty-four ninety-nine in the three-gallon container, yes, and, uh, and I don't know. So, if you're uh, looking for one and you want to come by and get them now, just ask somebody for them, or you can call us at four nine seven three seven six zero, and that's the uh, same number to call to be a part of the uh, children's vegetable uh, workshop that's going on next Saturday from ten to eleven. Four nine seven three seven six zero. Hands-on activities for the little ones and uh, lots of fun. And uh, you can just, it's absolutely free. So 497-3760. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. All righty, I got to tell you about a great sale happening at Millburgers right now. You're going to want to get over there literally right this second to take advantage of this. Perennials are on sale in the one gallon container, just $3.88. They're regularly $6.99, and they're all your favorites with fresh shipments arriving daily of things like coneflower, lantana, pentas, salvia, and much, much more. You can get your favorite perennial in the one gallon container on sale. For just three eighty eight right now over at Millburgers. Millburgers now has tomatoes on sale. All your favorite fall tomatoes and the ones recommended for this area are at Millburgers right now in the four and a half inch pot or the gallon sizes. Plus you'll save on well Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and even Gold Star Esperanza in a ready to display pot regularly twenty four ninety nine. Now 
just 1488 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. It's difficult to keep up with the shootings in Chicago. Last weekend, there were more than 70 people shot. At least 10 have died. What do all of these shootings in Chicago have in common? They're happening in a city with some of the toughest gun laws in the country. And the media won't hold Mayor Rahm Emanuel, the former chief of staff to Bill Clinton, accountable, much less responsible. It's not only Chicago. Other big cities like Los Angeles, Baltimore, and Washington have similar problems with guns and crime, increasingly gang-related. All are run by Democrat mayors. You know how the media would be screaming if even one of these mayors was a Republican. But when you're a Democrat, you can get away with just about anything. President Trump once told African-Americans they have voted for Democrats for more than four decades. And what has that party done for them? He answered, nothing. Why, he said, why not try voting Republican for a change? Recent polls show an uptick in support for the president among black voters as high as 20 percent as more fine jobs. If Democrats lose that much of the black vote, they're finished. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Are you selling or buying a home? Call Sergio Martinez and help you sell and save 30% on the listing of your home. What's the difference between selling a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home. Well, it's $18,000. Do you think your agent does $18,000 more work? Call Sergio Martinez, 210-693-0305 and save thousands while getting the same services. Help you sell. San Antonio's premier low-fee realtor providing you full service. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I want to encourage you. You know, we talk about furniture now, and I want to encourage you not to take uh, my word for the fact that you're going to get great service, great prices, great selection, terrific furniture at Furniture Now. Go online. Read the reviews. Go to Yelp. Go to Google. Go to Facebook. Uh, read the reviews or just Google Furniture Now Reviews. And man, oh man, the Internet loves Furniture Now. Well, that's not exactly true. That means that the people who shop at Furniture Now love Furniture Now. They love the experience. They talk about the ownership and how well they were treated. They talk about the service they got, the people that delivered them, the great products, the fact that they were respected and treated well, the fact that they could just shop and browse. Furniture Now is the place to go if you're looking for great furniture here in San Antonio. Go to Furniture Now. Two locations. Uh, Lookout Road next to Burlington is the new location right here in Live Oak and their location on um, Evans and 410 uh, is also but they're still having the internet flash sale so for great prices uh, Steve Coburn was talking about the lowest prices they've had go to furniturenow.com furniturenow.com listen if you're looking for a piece it, it's uh, certainly worth your while to go by and visit with them at the two locations or check them out online all right, uh, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, uh, at this time of the year, a lot of times because of the heat stress and and uh, alter, uh, uh, the uh, lack of uh, 
constant watering or, or regular watering, I should say. Uh, we want to look at our chlorotic uh, iron deficient plants. That if they're if they're chlorotic with iron, in other words, they have iron deficient plant. The the yellow leaves will, will be on the plant with dark green veins, most prominent in the new growth. So if you've got a plant, whether it's a, in a container or or whatever, you probably uh, and it's yellow. It's putting out yellow leaves, or it's not as green as when you bought it in the nursery. I'm, I'm thinking mainly of citrus. Uh, you need to add uh, either fertilizer or iron or both. Uh, the uh, the iron plus is what we recommend for turf and and, and landscape plants. I want to call iron plus, I R O N iron plus, uh, and and for your container, let's say your container citrus that you're growing. Uh, you can either use, uh, supplement with a uh, water-soluble fertilizer like Miracle Grow or uh, Has to Grow or Wish It Would Grow or, or any of those. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make that a famous brand. I now. think you are. Somebody's uh, <laughs> going to come up with that now. <laughs> now. What about what about citrus that's uh, it's got fruit on it and everything? Don't we? Are you uh, advocating fertilizing now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can fertilize citrus almost any time, except you want to cut your fertilizer off about uh, uh, coming up on in uh, September and October. Okay, because you don't want it flushing new growth uh, in the winter. But most of the time, when you've got a big, big tree, uh, that that's, in other words, the iron. Sh- symptoms show up on new growth so that shows that you you probably have enough enough uh, iron i mean you have enough uh nitrogen or well it could show you that you have less nitrogen than you need so uh if you use one of those water soluble fertilizers uh, I know this is blasphemous but i would not recommend using osmocote ah! uh, well, wow. Sorry, at, I, was just, at, I was just shocked. By at, at this time of the year, because it's a four- to five-month release. Wow. And so uh, that, that would put you in the middle of your deal. So I, I would st- stick with uh, uh, water-soluble fertilizers like Miracle-Grow and uh, Has-to-Grow and things like Mere that. Acid. Mere acid. Mere acid, that's a good one. And uh, that that that'll give you some nitrogen and some uh, minor elements that and you can you really you really plant. can see the difference too. And uh, since I started using the soluble fertilizer, I don't see that differentiation. You know that yellow yeah. new growth and some some uh, some of the plants just get just chronic yellow and then but that usually without without kicking them in, into too much. Uh, into a growth phase or uh, too much extra production of of, of vegetation that does seem to keep them in their balance, and they they seem to be able to handle. I don't know. So I guess it's hard to tell because of our weather and everything. It's hard to tell how much fruit yeah, they can support. Yeah, yeah. 
How, how often do you use that water cycle? I just use it once a month. Once, once a month? He's rolling his eyes. <laughs> well, he's going to get a reduction in his commission. <laughs> I, th- I think you could do it once a week. Hello. Hi. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Or no? I'll let her ask Kevin. Oh. Huh. The deer like zinnias. Uh, all right. So we'll find out if deer like zinnias in a moment. At 210-308-8867. Calvin's uh, answering a question off the air for someone. I have a question for our listeners. Our, uh, it said uh, Niels Perry had a picture in his latest newsletter. Of of a of a round hole in the gar in the grass. Okay. Look 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 like somebody took a a round stick and just punched it punched a hole in the ground. And uh, he they wanted they wanted what that was, and uh, what to do get rid of them. And he identified that as a, a cicada killer wasp. Oh, hole. I identified it as an armadillo hole. Okay. How do we know which one of you is right? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but, well, the, the question is, I never have seen uh, to recognize and identify a, an, a cicada killer wasp hole where they merge from. Hmm. And they're they're big. Oh, okay. The the, the holes are, are the size of a. I was going to Google that. Size of a fifty cent piece. Oh wow, that's big. Yeah, it's big. What's what are you going to Google? Well, well uh, Neil had a deal in his newsletter this week that uh, there were round holes in this person's yard, and uh, he they wanted to know what what caused it. What kind of plant was it? Uh, it was just a round hole in in their in their lawn. Oh, yeah. And uh, he identified it as a cicada killer wasp emergence hole. Now, my question to the audience: I identified it as armadillo hole. You know why they're digging around uh-huh. for the, but but they make these circular holes. So I'm I'm wondering if. If people have ever identified a, a cicada killer wasp emergence hole, yeah, can you look that up? I have. Yeah. Well, I didn't look does up emergence, it, but I does it show hole? Yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, it's strikes. I've got a few of them. I've got a lot of cicada killers. Uh, okay. Uh, that, Do they make a, a round hole like that? Yeah, they but can. That they're looks like they're it's a little mounted. more versatile. In my, they like I've got these sunken uh, uh, spigot. Yeah. And they love them in there. And, of course, that all, not, nothing worse than you're watching the irrigation, you're tur- turning it on, and then you see out of the corner of your eye, you see this. Big wash. Yeah. Uh. Of course, the first thing I I think it's a. Uh, Yellow jacket. But. A tarantula because oh, tarantulas will get in there too yeah uh, but they on some of those they make a kind of a lip kind of a slice look 
But other others, uh, they do make a okay. round, but it's not. I always think of arm, armadillos as b- a bigger, a bigger hole. Yeah, it seems to have a lip on it, like a little, like a little volcano. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess I guess Neil was right on that. What? Yeah. Well, don't tell him. I don't. I won't tell him. I won't brag on him. But your armadillo holes are bigger or deeper usually. Seems like. Yeah. But anyway, it it looked just like an armadillo. Maybe the number. Maybe. Do you just see one or two? together uh, around yeah oh yeah yeah that you're it's right not, about it's, that it's if not like a, an armadillo yeah. where you'd have multiple yeah you'd oh. have nine or ten or eleven yeah, yeah. i bet that's the difference a difference um and they're bold too the cicada killers are oh yeah they're not much frightened of you they had uh they uh i, I looked up uh Cicada killer wasp uh, that actually uh, a professor that's done a study of them and he he's got pictures of them sitting on the end of his finger, the cicada killer wasp, uh-huh. and uh, target. They, they, I've seen them be irritated with dogs. Yeah, and it's uh, <laughs> it's almost uh, it's not you know like 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 the wasps will kind of if you. Run away, they'll quit. But the cicada killer is—he gets mad at you. He's, you know, chasing chasing the dog. For did they ever? Well. Did they ever sting the dog? They did. They didn't in my case, but I've read that they will. Hmm. They will in sting a, in the a dog? pinch. In a pinch, they'll. Okay. Or, or a person, if you, you know, it's like good. you're in that hole. The, yeah. In the hose, and you put your hand on top of them or something. They may. But they. Uh, but they seem to not be too mu- too interested. In hurting you, yeah, or stinging you, or whatever. But, but they got quite. They, they, they do. They do have personalities. <laughs> See, well, yeah. is, is that a politically correct way of? I, w- I was impressed with that sitting on the end of his finger. Yeah, that's because amazing. I I have trouble trying to get a picture of him. You know, just just, yeah. just trying to get a picture of. Him. I, I haven't figured out how to whisper to him. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the one remember uh, they have personality. So that, one, that one that's fly in, fast. in that uh, hole. I mean, he just just ignores me doing the holes, and he just uh-huh. she's just busy with her covering Eggs it up and, stuff, and the yeah. hole and everything. You know, just, just kind of gives you a little look like you don't bother me, I won't bother you. You know, mm-hmm. so. But they are big and fierce looking for sure. I mentioned yesterday that uh, I'd gotten a note from uh, uh, Curtis uh, Holvin, and uh, he, where he said that uh, his fall planted uh, 968 had gotten up to the top of a four-foot cage and has set fruit. I looked at all mine. None of mine have set fruit. None of them are up four foot either. <laughs> The ruby crush is flowering, but no fruit so far. Mm-hmm. Another interesting point he made, he, he came over when we were talking on the radio about this. Uh, uh, Trace had some, uh, our millburgers had some uh, trailing vinca baskets hmm. or, or trailing vinca plants uh, of the of the cora. 
and uh, he ca- he rushed over and got some of the trailing vinca and put them in in hanging baskets. Uh, he picked up four-inch pots and put them in hanging baskets. They have replaced geraniums in the backyard as dependable summer color. Uh, wow. Uh, that's, that's saying a lot. The red vinca is so vigorous that it roots easily in water. It seems to grow twice as fast as other colors. They're talking about the red one, and that's probably one of the most popular ones. So, uh, uh, and I've, I've done that with Vinca, put, not the trailing Vinca, but uh, the regular Vinca uh, on the, in, the, in containers on the, on, back, on the front porch of, of uh, my son-in-law's house. And, and uh, because the deer, the stupid deer come up on the front porch and eat the plants, anything I put in there. Now, but we, they won't eat vinca, of course. Let's remind everybody, too, that you can still get the non-cora varieties, and there's, we still can have problems with yeah. the dieback. So uh, look for the look for the cora if you want to uh, not have to put C-O-R-A, up with it. C-O-R-A, yeah. Yeah, cora. Ariel Phytophthora, because uh, I had an uh, email just the other day saying that they, of course, they sprinkled, but they uh, got used to cora, and they... They're all mushed down, and yeah. So look for the cora, and the the neat thing about it that all the colors are cora. They're large flowers. Then you've got that that spreading uh, version too. So you should be able to do anything you can do with vincas with the cora variety, and not have to put up with the aerial phytophthora. But it's not absolute, right? But it's I'm glad uh, you said that. Yeah, because you can you know if you. Uh, you still don't want to sprinkle them in the evening uh, with a sprinkler system. We've got Bert on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Bert, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Good afternoon to you as well. Uh, I called last week because I, I was asking about propagating ginger, and I'm not sure who answered the thing. I said I have to put it in the freezer, and I should have known that because a lot of rootstocks need to have something cold time before they'll, you know. How long would I, is it, I just put it in last night, so it's just been an overnight piece of ginger root. Uh-oh, so my Bert. question is, how long do I have to leave it in there? That, I must have been absent that day. I, I've never heard of putting ginger in the refrigerator. No, it's to get it to. Now we do that with uh, seeds, but they, not. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that we were talking about ginger. We were talking about okay. trying to trying to get it vegetatively reproduced, yeah. but I don't. I don't remember. Oh, I the, might have misunderstood. Might have misunderstood. You know, it did, some, did somebody call back and? Tell us that that's what they did. Do you remember, Bert? Or maybe Trace was, no? No, I really don't. I just got, like, a piece of ginger that was kind of getting, uh, you know, losing some of its moisture. I said, well, you know, let me see if I can propagate it. So uh, I'm just going to put it in a little shallow thing of potting soil. And That'll just, work. Yeah. 
That's the way yeah, to do I it. Like, I just like to have those plants in the house. They're pretty nice. They can handle the heat, the sun, the shade. So. Okay. Well, yeah, ginger, ginger does extremely well in the shade. I'll get out. And I got a question to ask. I think you guys were just now talking about propagating slips and stuff like that. Again, I might have been wrong, but uh, my question is, I've wondered this for years. If you're uh, cutting a slip and uh, putting it into a rootstock, does it take on any of the characteristics of the rootstock, or does it just stay with what the slip is? Um, you, you mean... When you're taking, I'm 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 sorry, I, I didn't understand. Are you taking a right, cutting? Well, my, and, uh, well, my grand you, my my granduncle has a Satsuma farm in Louisiana, and I see him take mandarin roots. I can take a, uh, cut a slip off the the seedless mandarins and and put and propagate them like that, and they all. All except, I mean, like about every one out of every hundred plants took on the characteristics of the mandarin and had seeds in it. Okay, uh, they come true from seed. Mandarin uh, satsumas come true from seed. In other words, oh. when you plant a seed of a of a mandarin or a navel orange or a grapefruit uh, or any type of a lemon. But if you're, but if you, the, the grafted piece on there should not, yeah, should not be have any of the characteristics of the mandarin. Right. What happens though sometimes is that the the uh, grafted piece does not take, or there's a one stem from the mandarin comes up and dominates. So that 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 happens. Okay, like, the, uh, I, I know what you're talking about. We I call them water spots. My uncle calls them suckers. Yeah, so, and that happens. Okay, you, okay. No, alrighty. No, yeah, so I'm just going to probably be up there this week because I, I know we still got another little growing season, even on my patio. So keep, let a, keep us informed on your uh, ginger experiment. I will do that. Thanks Thank for, you much, guys. Y'all have a great one. Yeah, you too. All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming right up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. All righty, i got to tell you about a great sale happening at Millburgers right now. You're going to want to get over there literally right this second to take advantage of this. Perennials are on sale in the one-gallon container, just $3.88. They're regularly $6.99, and they're all your favorites with fresh shipments arriving daily of things like coneflower, lantana, pentas, salvia, and much, much more. You can get your favorite perennial in the one-gallon container on sale for just $3.88 right now over at Millburgers. Millburgers now has tomatoes on sale. All your favorite fall tomatoes and the ones recommended for this area are at Millburgers right now in the four and a half inch pot or the gallon sizes. Plus, you'll save on well, Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and even Gold Star Esperanza in a ready-to-display pot regularly $24.99. Now, just fourteen eighty eight at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Bull Verde Road. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. My father always told me. 
survival is never certain. The movie Alpha tells a story of an Ice Age teen who tumbles off a cliff and is left for dead. He must find a way to survive, even if that means befriending an injured wolf. This boy and his dog tale is well made, and it's something of an old school adventure lesson about loyalty, growing up, and growing strong. On the other hand, there's a lot more growling peril here than you might expect, and there's bloodiness and ancient animalistic spirituality in the mix too. So I'm giving Alpha a three out of five for family friendliness. For the full review, be sure to check out pluggedin.com/radio, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Kristen Smith for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all, from water heaters and softeners to stopped-up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award five years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790 for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Got a couple questions online, so uh, hang on a second. I want to tell you real quickly about deck and patio care. Barry Hagendorf has been doing deck and patio care and helping San Antonio homeowners keep their decks looking great since 1985. 33 years, and uh, I was talking to Barry the other day, and it's clear he's the San Antonio expert on this. I encourage you to go to deckandpatiocare.com and check out the before and after pictures and learn the secrets of what Barry does. Um, I'll tell you about the... Uh, the sealants that he uses, how they penetrate the wood, how they kind of give it a new look. Uh, so, you know, as he says, it really can look new again. So look at the before and after pictures. You'll see a gray, oh, gosh, beaten up, battered deck. And then you'll see the after picture, and it's nice and brown. It looks brand new. So if you're looking for a deck and patio care, uh, if you're looking to get it refinished or You think it'll work for our faces? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. We'll have to see. I'll ask Barry if that can be. <laughs> he can put that that sealant on it yeah. and just just we can just look like this forever. Well, um, no, I would kind of hope there'd be an <laughs> oh, improvement. You, you want to look new again? Yeah. Okay. Deckandpatiocare.com. Deckandpatiocare.com. Barry Hagendorf is the owner, and his number. 210-822-9147, 822-9147 for Deck and Patio Care, or go to deckandpatiocare.com. All right, we're going to go back to the website now where Hank is on the line. Hi there, Hank. Thanks for calling. What can we do for you? Oh, Hank, you there? Good. There you are. Stem, What's going stem, on? Stems are green, no leaves. Is it the weather? We didn't hear what plant what? it was. Uh, Moy hibiscus. Stems are green, no leaves. No leaves. Uh, huh. Too Stems much water, green. not I mean, well, too much water, not enough, not enough fertilizer. What's going on? Usually when did the leaves like fall it. off? 
Oh, it's, they've been falling off over the past couple of weeks. It just looks pretty... It's too early, too early, early poor. for drop, isn't it? Pardon? Oh, I was yeah, just they, asking Jerry about Yeah, it. they naturally drop, block, drop their leaves. Um uh, how, how tall is the plant? Is it a big it, plant? or? It's about four feet high. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I, with this weather, I don't want to cut the stems back. Stems are green, but with this hot weather, should we be cutting the stems back to encourage some growth? I don't know. Well, we, do, we do that in July, usually. Mm-hmm. But I think if it were mine, I'd, I'd cut it in half. Cut it in half? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And More, see if and, that that should stimulate the new wood, new growth. And not and not enough uh, fertilizer, not enough water. What? It's in full sun. I would, I would say not enough water. Yeah. Is it in the soil? Yeah. Or in a uh-huh. Yeah, it's in the yeah. soil. I've got. Uh, I, I know it's. I've got some in containers that Dorothy gave me, and it's. Boy, they've got you know, re- small root system with. Huge tops, and mm-hmm. I have to water those every single day. And at they, least once a day. Yeah, they want to, they want to wilt, so I think yeah. they're real susceptible to it. Okay. Oh, and they're, they're a. Uh, and how often do you how often do you feed them with soluble fertilizer, with the with the liquid soluble fertilizer? Every, every time you water them, water them with a water soluble fertilizer. Okay, every time. Oh, okay, every okay. time. Okay, all right, that'll work. And then uh, just cut all the hibiscus back, usually in July. Right. And cut them in half. Okay. Now, okay. now I'm talking about perennial hibiscus. I'm talking. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not talking about Chinese hibiscus. And so the, yeah. your goal there is to get a second bloom period. Right. In the fall. In the fall. Okay. Okay. And when we have a four o'clock, I've got a four o'clock that's about four and a half feet tall, and it's looking a little spindly. Do the same thing with that as you do with hibiscus? Yeah, try to kill it. Oh, yeah, I was thinking that I, I, I don't do the same thing. I, I spray Remedy on them. <laughs> yeah, you, no. if, it's, if, it's, if it's spindly, cut, cut it in half, too. Cut it in half? Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. All right. Good luck okay. to you. All right. Bye. You take care. All right. 210 308 2107 210 308 8867. Yeah. Is there more? No, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, give Calvin that. I'm going to give Calvin this. There you go. Hey, we, got, we talked about in the uh, column uh, yesterday about the, the Martins leaving, so it's time to lower your houses. And. Uh, Unless, unless you're into English sparrows, there you go. Because they'll they'll still <laughs> have a couple more uh, loads of babies if you leave the houses in place. They'll fill. They're amazing too. They'll fill up a lot of those Martin houses. What's going to happen to the sparrows if you take down the box? What? Where are they going to have their babies? They'll. Uh, maybe they'll be a uh, have to to wait a while, and you know they'll just be a. A type of birth control. Oh, okay. For sparrows. Yeah. <laughs> for sparrows. And then uh, if, you're, if you're looking for a way to uh, help, the, help the birds, you know, one of the w- ways Jerry and I have found is the bird baths are a great way. I mean, it's fun because they, they come 
they come in and use them. You have uh, eight or nine species, I think, a typical landscape. If you keep them, you'll have to refill them every day. Oh, yeah. Because they, spl- they splash the water out. Uh, we used to w- People used to worry about uh, mosquitoes being raised. <laughs> no, now, they don't have a chance. Now, between the av- evaporation and uh, the birds using the water. They, I, I looked out the other day, and there was a grackle, big old grackle, standing standing right in the middle of the bird bath, kind of looking around like, hey, this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, it looks like to me, too, they have a kind of a pecking order, you know, like the yeah. little lesser goldfinches and the English sparrows, <laughs> the grackles, and... And cardinals and uh, everybody is having a having a role. But Bob, get yourself a bird bath. Uh, a lot of places sell them. Mil- Milberger's has a great selection, and uh, really helps the birds out. And also give, gives you an opportunity to uh, observe the birds. Lots of species. Put them about uh, six. I always recommend six or eight feet away from the nearest shrub, so that the cats don't have a launching pad for. To to get the birds that are wet, but also close enough to some kind of cover that when the hawks go over, the birds can go hide in the in the cover. Uh, there are also also available those little recirculating uh, pumps. You can get them oh, rel- yeah. uh, relatively inexpensive on uh, the internet. That's a good idea. And they uh, or just a dripper, just a little dripper, and uh, that'll. Uh, even attract more birds because yeah, that it seems to be magic if you got yeah. running water on those those things. Then um, I'm noting too that the now we talk a lot about zinnias, one of my favorite plants. Uh, the zinnias, if you let them go to seed, the birds like the zinnia seeds almost as well as they like the sunflower seeds, and, uh-huh. so, and the sunflowers are uh, really uh, getting. You've got uh, the cardinals in there. You've got the lesser goldfinches, which are the real attraction. And uh, house finches, they're all in those uh, sunflower beds eating eating the seeds. But if you want uh, more information on uh, what's happening in the birds and butterflies, uh, get, get a hold of that article for Saturday. And uh, we talk a lot about, uh, about the issues. Uh, and... Uh, of course, we we did mention the uh, yesterday that the uh, our hummingbirds are going to be coming for the fall. Right, the yeah. migrants. It's hard to believe that it's almost September, and they'll be coming through. So, if you don't have a summer, if you don't have a, a sugar water feeder, get yourself a sugar water feeder. But uh, we saw a number of people with uh, uh, some uh, fire firebush uh, for you know full sun in a container. Find one that's in in bloom. Just put it intact there, and the hummingbirds will find it. And pentas for the shade. And Jerry's favorite for the shade, too, is uh, fire spite. That's another one. If if they're blooming, the hummingbirds will certainly find them. It's a favorite hummingbird plant. So lots of action uh, in the bird bird and butterfly world right now. I hate to end the program on a sad note, Milton. Mm Hmm? So read, read that. Uh, Dennis sent me that. Uh, well, can I summarize it? or do Yeah, I? yeah, you need to summarize According it. According to Dennis, who sent us an article from BBC.com. British yes. Broadcasting Company. There are fears of a Brussels sprout shortage. Oh, man. This is going to cause a panic. I feel irresponsible oh, in this. Oh, man. A decisive one, this. 
For the Brussels sprouts haters among us, news that hot weather creates a hostile environment for planting the vegetable is, a, is unlikely to trigger much regret. For sprout farmers, it's a major issue. They're warning that a shortage could be around the corner. Oh, no. Potatoes are also in peril. Oh. Yeah, see? I love potatoes. Uh-huh. With reports they'll be smaller than normal this year after the rigorous this is because of the European heat. Sounds like we'll have to eat more cabbage. <laughs> nope. or, or grow our own Brussels sprouts. We can grow our own Brussels sprouts, yeah, too. Because it's always hot here. And, yeah, uh, our Brussels sprouts are tough. They're talking about in, uh, in Eng- England and Europe, It's that hot. they've got a hot spell. Yeah, here. they sure do. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. Thanks, Ral, doing a great job getting all the calls on the air, making it sound so good. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. We're back next Saturday uh, here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Go to com to learn more about the upcoming uh, seminar for kids next Saturday from 10 to 11. We'll see you next Saturday on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.